Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Welcome aboard our final show before Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Glad to have you on with us. We are live on Saturday, December the 17th. And Sunday the 18th, rebroadcast, and we'll also have a podcast for you because I know you've got very busy lives judging by the roads out there. People suddenly realize that Christmas is one week from now. Glad to have you along. Joining us in studio this weekend, he's come down from the Malahat, and something's changed since he was last here. Francis Paklinski with Priority One Computer Service, specializing in computer repair, uh, Mac service, and cybersecurity. And yes, we, uh, we had a new baby, a new baby boy. Congratulations. Oh, congrats. Yes, that's Brian Pavlicich, our technical producer. So this is of particular interest to him because he's about to have one. <laughs> yes, January 11th we're expecting. So uh, I'm going to get some tips from you, Francis. Yeah. How far how far along are you? Or uh, how, how old is your youngest one? I mean. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what you say to pregnant women. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, so basically, uh, well, uh, we have four kids, and mm-hmm. uh, so uh, the newest one, uh, Jesse, is now three months. Sorry, my, my brain is all a bit hazy because, you know, <laughs> once you're in the thick of it, you forget everything. Uh, I'm anticipating that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, he's, uh, he's about three months long, and I, I think the biggest thing is, uh, you know, get ready for uh, loss of sleep mm-hmm. um, and always on. And uh, <laughs> if you can get ready for that, then you should be just fine. I need to ask you about the name, though. So full name for him is Jesse... Jesse Damascus. Oh, explain. Okay, so I'll try to do the short version, <laughs> but basically, um, Damascus is uh, really important to me because when I was a teenager, I had a really bad snowboarding accident, and uh, it was on the feast day of uh, Saint Paul. So, if you're a Christian, you know what that you know what that's all about. But he was riding his horse on his way to Damascus to persecute a bunch of Christians. He fell off his horse and had a miraculous vision of of Christ and whatnot. Anyways, that same day, I broke my back, fell off my snowboard. You and broke your back? Yeah. Well, I was um, taking this very big jump and we built it in our backyard and we had like this 30 foot, uh, foot gap between the jump and the landing, missed the landing and landed on an ice patch oh, no. on, my, on my butt yeah. and, and then compressed my back. Anyways, I went to the hospital and they had me on bed, bed rest for weeks and the doctors were saying I might be paralyzed and it was very scary for me. Yeah. And, um, but what it gave me was um, a lot of perspective and I saw, and and through that time, I was also an awful teenager. I was I was just going through the thick of it, and um, and so, anyways, I came out a changed person. I was able to walk after a few months and uh, able to you know carry on my normal life. Uh, but every year, my mom calls me and says, you know, today is the feast day of Saint Paul, and today you uh, you know Saint Paul yeah. fell off his horse, you fell off your snowboard, and you became a different person. Wow! And so Damascus was a very important. Yeah, you know, name for me. So. Thank you for sharing that. Wow. I had no idea. I did not know that that had ever happened to you. <laughs> wow. So there's another name for you, Brian. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Brian and June are going through baby names for their for their boy. We can say it's a boy. Yes, we yeah. can say it's a boy. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. All right. So cool. Uh, and of course, it is it is Hanukkah. So happy Hanukkah to everybody. It begins after sundown on Sunday. And ends after sundown on Monday the 26th. The holiday begins on the 25th day of Kislev each year, the ninth month of the Jewish calendar. So it floats back and forth based on the, the lunar cycle. So. Wow, well, happy Hanukkah. Actually, one of, one of our clients is the uh, Chabad of Vancouver Island. So uh, we're, we're connected to the Jewish oh, wow. community. <laughs> and it's perfect timing because the, uh, the, the Festival of Lights, which is what Hanukkah is known, ties into the Lights of Wonder, which are now on in Centennial Square. You probably walked through them all sitting there in their daytime whiteness, waiting for the I was amazed dusk. by that. That was amazing. Yeah. Does that happen every year? 
Yeah, the, it start well, was sort of got on hold because of the pandemic, goes back about three years, and every year they, they add to it. It's a project of the Downtown Victoria Business Association. Wow. So Gorgeous. There you go. Yes, and of course the um, the World Cup finale. I mentioned that this is our last show before Christmas, and a couple of you already text saying, are you not on next weekend? No, uh, we would be with you on Christmas Eve morning, but we are preempted by the Seahawks. So we will have Christmas Eve off, Brian. Yes. Okay, but, I was looking forward to a Christmas show, but yes, I'm, I'm yeah, also Ron, happy to Ron have was going to come time. in, and we were going to do special Christmas songs and things, so we'll make up for it here. Uh, but what we will do is we will create special notes for next weekend, because right after Christmas comes... Boxing Day. So, yes, I've already started the homework on that. So there will be show notes for next weekend. You just won't hear our dulcet tones. But we will be back with you for one final show on New Year's Eve morning. Ricky Wind from London Drugs will come in and tell us what's left. Yes. <laughs> and we'll review the year and look ahead to... 2022. Speaking of show notes, if you go there, if you haven't already, show notes, no space, dot ca, typed into the address bar. If you go down to the bottom at the top, you will see Francis's picture. But if you go down to the bottom, you will see a couple special pictures here of the newest member of the Baklinski family, Jesse, along with his three siblings. And below that, a picture of mom and dad, Francis and Mary. You sure. guys have the cutest kids. Whatever genetics between the two of you, like, <laughs> my yeah. goodness. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's all coming from Mary, not, not from me. <laughs> good answer, yeah. good answer. <laughs> but, but Brian's right. Do take a look. Some really cool pictures down there. Also. Yes. That's, that's that sound. That's Panettone. Oh, boy. Panettone. Do you wow, know wow, this? Wow. I don't think you you well, uh, you guys, I heard you guys last year, and of course yeah. every year. Uh, it's yeah. like, <laughs> and, and, you weren't uh, here when we had it, so. No, well, I went out and got some, and it was on the reduced aisle, so it wasn't fresh by any means, oh, but no, it still tasted amazing. Okay. I, I texted you, I was like, wow, this stuff is great. Yes, I remember. Okay, well, you get to smell this first. This mm. is from Helen in the Highlands, who dropped this off. So thank uh, you, Helen. Thank you, Helen. Because Costco, to the best of my knowledge, is sold out. So Brian's bringing wow. around, so you have to inhale it first. Look at that. So inhale first before you rip it open. So let's become a Christmas mm. tradition, trying all the different versions. I am a purist. I like panettone, period, end of line from Italy. Brian likes wow. the chocolate versions and the... Oh, yeah, I appreciate all the versions. That um, full epi yeah, just makes rip some it, amazing panettone. Rip it off with your hand and try it out. We'll okay. see if we can make you salivate on the air. Uh, <laughs> while he's doing that, we have some important... The scammers do not rest at Christmas time. They actually go into full gear because they know we are all busy. What do you think? Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's so good. So I'm Polish. Yeah. It tastes like, like babka. And You're Polish? Mm-hmm. All these things I'm learning. I thought that you yeah. were Nordic. <laughs> because all the kids are, are blonde and everything. I thought you... But were... my name, Baklinski. Mm. <laughs> that well, that's just your that's just your name heritage, but I didn't know. We did a we did actually a DNA test, and um, my brother did, and uh, we're like ninety nine point nine percent Polish. <laughs> wow. Oh, cool. Okay. I mean, the name makes sense, but I'm, that doesn't mean anything anymore because you can have any name from anywhere in the world. That's true. That's, that's true. The, that's the fun thing. Anyway, so well. <laughs> While Francis uh, eats, we'll tell you one important thing. If you have an iPhone or iPad made in the past six years, in fact, if you have any Apple product made in the last six or seven years, Apple has released big, important updates, security updates. They're focusing on the new features, and there are some cool ones, but there's some big security updates. iOS, iPad OS 16.2. It fixes more than 30 security holes, including some which hackers have been using to take control of the devices. Okay. That's important. Now, it takes a while. This is one of the longer updates. It's uh, 1.17 gigabytes on my iPhone. It varies on every model. Um, But it took about... 
15 minutes to install from the time the little Apple logo appears. Mm. So don't do it if you're expecting a Christmas phone call from somebody or if you're on deadline uh, for a work assignment. It does include bug fixes and some new features. While we're talking about that, if you have a Mac made in the past seven years, Francis, Apple has also released Mac OS Ventura 13.1. Yes, yes, and it's amazing. It makes a lot of changes, and especially with the system preferences, it makes it really hard to navigate the preferences because it's all changed. And even me, when I'm trying to help my clients yeah. with, their, with their Macs, I'm lost. Mm. I'm, I'm just lost. I use the search bar in the preferences to, yep. to try yes. and figure out where I want to go. Exactly. Um, I think there needs to be some refinements to it for it to make more sense, but uh, yeah, it's very different. So we're on the horns of a dilemma. Because of mm-hmm. the differences, we would normally say Christmas is a crazy time. If your Mac is what you do all your stuff on, you would normally, we would say wait till after the holidays when you've got time to not get frustrated. Mm-hmm. But the security holes are of such significance. Oh, really? And they've got the fixes for them, and now the bad guys know where the holes are, so I would do the update. But but they're offering those patches to Monterey still, aren't they? Like, you can just stay on Monterey. No. They're not really a problem. No, not yet. They will try and come out with versions for that. But yeah, that's the dilemma. They really rushed to get these out. Okay. Because there's like 33 of them, and some of them are fairly major. So I'm just going to hear that again. So if you're on Monterey right now, there and will be an update there, for but you. But because in Monterey, if you go to System Preferences, you go to yeah. Update, yeah. you can see the Ventura there if yes. you have a support at Mac. Exactly. And sometimes you'll get like other updates and you can do the patches, right? Yes. That's not an option here. Now, I stand to be corrected because I had two people call and ask me about this, and I had them check okay. on theirs, and they did mm-hmm. not have an update waiting. Okay. Whereas the Ventura people do. So, yeah. So mm. now, now, to be fair, Ventura is solid. Like, I'm using yeah. it myself, and it's totally solid. Apple does a really great job. Okay. It's just, so, and you're not always in system preferences. It's just when you do need to go in there to change something or, you know, whatever it might be. It's different. It's so different. So, friends, would you say it's pretty stable? Because yeah. I've only had a couple of clients where, I've, where I've, I've gotten to experience Ventura. I haven't done it on my home computer yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, I have been seeing some bugs. I mean, there's always bugs that I'm well, troubleshooting. Well, this fixes but a lot of those bugs as well. Even though the spotlight is on the security features, yeah. this does fix those bugs. Okay. Yeah, so this is it. We ATAN was asked at the Christmas meeting of the Victoria Mac and iOS user group, yes. hi to everybody who we got to meet on Wednesday night. That was really cool. Um, and he was asked, and he normally says, wait for point one. Mm-hmm. which wasn't out at that time, and he said, yeah, it's fine, it's no problem. Now the point one, 13.1 is out, so there was that one. Yeah. Also, if you have Watch OS, if you have an Apple Watch, Watch OS 9.2 is out. It not only includes those security updates and the bug fixes, it also includes improvement to crash detection. Mm-hmm. North Shore Search and Rescue were on the news this week saying that they've had several calls from people who in the process of bushwhacking through Yep. It's triggered the crash detection, thinking they've had a fall when they were oh, just. Oh wow! They so, had just released some updates to that too for things like roller coasters and skiing exactly. and stuff triggering it. Yes. So yeah. this is now one more step of improvements as they refine that. And okay. finally, Apple has released TVOS sixteen point two for Apple TV models. Security patches, bug fixes, also brings new features, including Siri voice recognition, and the big one, the one that many of you are either going to love or hate over the holidays. Oh. Yes. Apple Music Sing. (laughs) This is really cool. We'll try and demo it on the air here. What it basically means is you can go to a song on Apple Music, and when you tap the lyrics button down in the corner, which previously showed you the lyrics, now it will scroll through syllable by syllable, but there is a slider that lets you take out or reduce the vocal. 
Karaoke. So, yeah, karaoke. Yeah. This effectively starts to eliminate the karaoke industry. Right, there's no need to have the um, instrumental tracks and yeah. stuff. This pulls it, I can hear it the slightest bit. It's like a ghost of the lyrics yes. still in there. But for all intents and purposes, it's perfect karaoke yeah. track. And now it's on Apple TV as well, so you can sit there with the family and have the giant lyrics up on the screen, syllable by syllable, and you can reduce or eliminate the vocal line. That's it's, a lot of fun. It's done through AI. So the problem was in the past, if you use software to take out the vocal, the music that was left sounded kind of crappy and tinny. Yeah. No. Well, we'll demo it. We'll, we'll do that. Uh, I imagine you've got a lot of questions on your mind because this is the last show before Christmas. So anything goes. Any questions, anything we can try and help you with, you want buying help. We found some really cool last-minute Christmas gift ideas that are in there as well. From as well as some specials from not only Priority One, but also Gary and crew at Tesseract, but some other ones as well that we've put in there. I will tell you one as we go to break, because you're going to then abandon us and go do this. Uh, this is not on sale, but at least they have some. Apple AirTags are a great Christmas gift for someone who has an iPhone or an iPad. They enable you to locate misplaced or lost items like keys, a purse, wallet, backpack, suitcase, even a bike, a, bike, a car, or a dog. Yes. And they're sold out. Oh, okay. I've got I've got nine people that wanted them. Wow. And I go into London Drug says, I don't think we're gonna get any more before Christmas. So I went to Best Buy Staples. Happy to report. Simply computing at two thousand Cabra Bay Road at Foul Bay just got forty in hmm. of them. I don't know what they they have the line. Every time we've been yeah. like everyone in the city's out, simply has them. Yeah. yeah. So it is now ten. 19 a.m. on Saturday as we say this to you live. They are open. <laughs> 40. I picked up four for a client. I won't say her name because they're a gift for her son. Mm-hmm. So they have 36. So Are they four-packs or singles? They only have the singles, but they are honoring the four-pack price as a nice Christmas gesture. Yeah, so nice $39 each or four for $129. So simply Beautiful. computing on the corner of Cadbury Bay and Fowl Bay next to Bon Thai Restaurant. Yes. Go get them. You can pick up the rest of the show. You can listen to us in the car or the bus, and you can pick up the rest of the show later on via the podcast. On that note, phone lines are open, 250-386-1161, star 1070 on a mobile phone, and 1070-10 by text. Please include your first name somewhere in the text if you do, or by email, techtalk at cfax1070.com. We'll try out Apple Music Sing when we come back. The pre-Christmas edition of Tech Talk with Alan and Francis and Brian and to the phone lines and Greg. Merry Christmas, Greg. Merry Christmas, guys. How can we help? Uh, I, I don't need help, but I just wanted to give you some information that I've recently come up with regarding um, the Xbox and the um, Samsung TVs. Okay. So recently, all of a sudden, I lost all my sound on my Xbox when I was playing my games. And I I went insane because I tried everything. I switched out cables. I moved things around. It would work. It wouldn't work. It was like... Oh, so it it came back but then stopped again? Well, so I did a lot of research, and I wanted to let the listeners know that back in September, Samsung put out an update 1401, and basically it broke the TV. So what happens is the... Xbox loses its sound. Right. 
like uh, it will work one second and then it stops. The sound goes over the HDMI cable to the TV. Right. So I thought I had broken HDMI cables, and I actually had called somebody to come fix my TV. And from mo- more research I've learned, people were going out and buying brand new Xboxes, thinking their Xbox. Oh wow! And it was all to do with the update it for the Samsung TV. The update. So the fix is you either unplug your TV. Uh, completely from the wall and wait like a minute and then plug it back in. That seems to fix it temporarily. Or hold the power button down for 10 seconds seconds on your remote, and Mm. that does a reboot. Yes. And does the reboot fix it? Yes. It happened to me recently, and the reboot, like the the holding on the power button fixed it. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to let everybody know because I went insane trying to figure this out, and, and I just happened to fall across it on the Internet, so... Francis, that's a huge uh, oopies on the part of Samsung. I would like to think they would rush out another update to undo that. And I've also noticed that the sound on my Samsung TV, and this is a high-end Samsung, a quantum LED uh, 80, the 75-inch. The sound is kind of changes volume. It gets louder, and then it drops a bit, and louder and drops. That's one of the weird things about TVs. In Canada, by law, all TVs, Francis, must come with speakers, Ah. but nobody ever uses them. Uh, Almost everybody connects them to either a sound system or to a sound bar, Mm -hmm. so they make them the... There are some exceptions, but as a general rule, the TV speakers, even on a honking big TV, they're not very good. Yeah, well, that's interesting that you say that because we're using a uh, an LG TV and it's an OLED, and um, I mean, I I don't know. I, mean, I guess I'm not I'm not a sound audiophile, and I'm yeah. not I'm not I'm not looking for gr- the greatest sound, but I was I was pretty impressed. I yeah. gotta I gotta go with you I, with the Samsung Frame, the 2021 20, yes. version I have. I'm the, I the Frame I is I one of those exceptions. On. It's insane. Yeah. We still haven't replaced it because it's just not. You're not a priority yeah. to buy out a huge system. No, I can't and, believe and, the and sound I'm happy to report there are some exceptions. Sure, but, sure. But there are but many others, even yeah, like that. So, like Sony has, I think it's the X1, which has the sound radiating out of the back. They put a lot of work yeah. into it. Yeah. But as a general rule, the vast majority of TVs have okay sound only. Sure, they're too too thin these days to fit a decent speaker in there, unless yeah. there's some next level stuff like a few of these companies are starting to do. Yeah. Yeah. Now, something to know about the 1401 update is that, yeah, that definitely is an issue. I'm looking on Reddit here, and there's lots of people yep. having this issue. So thanks for pointing that out. That's a huge help, mm-hmm. Greg. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Okay, next up is Dawn. Hi, Dawn. Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas, Alan. How are you? Oh, I recognize that voice. There you go. Are your well, emails working? Uh, yes and no. <laughs> so, um, Let's back up and tell people, because this has been chapter and verse. You've been very diligent on this. So you have an iPhone. And iPad and a Dell all-in-one computer. Yeah. And you have emails from Outlook.com, Gmail? Gmail, Yahoo. Yep. Yep. The various. Anyway, five accounts. So when I deleted it off the iPad, it wouldn't delete off the, the, um, the phone or the Windows computer. And so... What I re- and and I did delete the Yahoo or the uh, Gmail and then yeah. uh, put it back on. It seemed to work, but what I've discovered is that little gear uh, right next to the uh, the Wi-Fi. Yes. And so I I read that it was the background refresh. So y- yes, I cleaned some of that out. However, it only happens when I open up the email. So that gear is always going. 95% of the time when the email is open. Hmm. 
So how many emails? There, there is no capacity limit per se on the device, but because you have five accounts from different providers, mm. yeah, mm-hmm. it it's like having five uh, postal, and you would know being a retired postal worker, um, mm. it's like having five postal people and sending them to the mailbox every ten seconds, and they right. get halfway there. Wait, start all over again. So that's why I think the gear is doing this. But yes, background app refresh allows your mail. Francis, to work in the background so it can keep the mail synchronized. So if you delete emails on one device, that command will go to the others and they will be deleted as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. And so what I suggested to Don to do was to open up uh, Outlook.com, for example, on her computer and yep. delete a message there and look to see if it deletes on the phone or the iPad. Right, yeah. If it does, then we... But then try deleting from the iPhone and see if it deletes on the others. So we'll see where the source problem is. So I think it has something to do with your refresh, uh, Don. Did you do the 16.2 update? Yeah. And that has not solved it? No. Well, like I said, it, it does it occasionally, but I notice when the wheel's going, then it won't. If I delete it off the iPad, it's not going off the phone. It, but it does work if that gear isn't going. Okay. Well, one of the other things, the irony in all this is you really don't honestly need to delete your emails. Um, It's time you could go spend going for a walk or something else because the email capacity is so large that it's not really going to be an issue there unless they're horrible, nasty emails. And hopefully you don't get many of those. No. Um, I wouldn't bother if you want to look back five years from now and see what the price of something at Michael's Craft Store was. Then, okay, you can look that up. So I wouldn't worry about the delete, as long as you are getting all the emails. Right. But but the background app refresh, yes, you can go in on both the iPhone and the iPad, and you can go to settings, background app refresh, and turn your mail off, wait five seconds, and turn it back on, and then try that and see if that works. Mm -hmm. But that's the key one. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. It's our last show before Christmas edition of Tech Talk with Alan Francis. Pat Klinsky's come down from Up Island. He is a computer tech at Priority One Computers, but gets to work from home most of the time. Thanks for making the trek. Merry Christmas and no worries. <laughs> and Brian Pavlicic is here, our technical producer and more. Wanted to tell you about something special. Uh, Tesseract Computers downtown on Broughton Street is holding a special one-day pre-Christmas sale. Gary and Jesse were trying to think what could they do to help people that are stressed with the Christmas shopping ideas. And so all in-stock Lenovo laptops are 25% off today. They're not normally open on the weekends, but they are open 10 a.m. till 2 p.m. today only. If you're listening to Sunday, that was yesterday. Yeah. But they will be back open on Monday. And also 15% on all other in-store stock. So that's a special event. Jesse and Gary are there if that would help you with your Christmas shopping. Also from your corner at Priority One, you and Peter and Richard and gang, you've got some refurbished uh, business-grade Lenovo computers. Yeah, yeah. So we got uh, business-grade you know, desktops and laptops. They're all roughly basically $200 off, um, and uh, they're fast, they're great, and they all come with one-year warranty. So, yeah, yeah no, they're, they're good products. And they come with new 500-gig solid-state drives. If people want to go to a one 
gig drive because people have lots of photos and videos. One terabyte. One, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, one gig. I'm dating myself, aren't I? <laughs> one. Remember when that was a big deal? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, one terabyte, then that's 50 bucks more? Yes, that's correct. And uh, we're open on Monday, so we're not open on Saturday or Sunday, but right. we'll open again on Monday. But you can at least check that off on your potential Christmas shopping list for money. So those are in the show notes, again, at shownotes.ca. Uh, there's a few other things that I found there for people. They were asking me for help with Christmas shopping and finding out what and where. So in the process, I put them in the notes for you. Ecotank printers have been hard to come by, and they started coming back in stock, Brian, in the last few weeks yeah. in time for Black Friday, which all went. Sure. They're resupplied now, but they haven't been on sale because they can just sell everything at full price, and mm-hmm. God bless them. But the Ecotank ET3830 hmm, okay. is on sale. Um, this is the one with the bigger paper tray, so if you print a lot, you won't have to put paper in as often. Oh, yes. I know it's a small thing, but it can be big deal if you're printing lots. Anyway, it's on sale for $400, $100 off mm-hmm. at local London drugstores. These would make an awesome Christmas gift. Yes. They work for Mac and Windows. They're wireless or wired printer, copier, scanner. And the big deal, and it's really satisfying to do this, Francis, is when you open up the box, there are bottles of ink. Mm. And when you open up the printer and you open up the little tank and you put the bottle in, it goes glug, 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 glug. It's a really satisfying feeling. And then you're done for two years. Well, you sold me on this. Uh, it was probably about a year ago. And so I bought one for Mary because she's doing yep. homeschooling. And uh, she loves it. You can print from your iPad. You can print from your phone. Yes. It just works. It's great. Uh, but and also for my clients. If you want, you can also assign the printer an email address. So if you are out, you can print to the printer. And okay, printer, I haven't done that. That's cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And the printer sends you an email saying we got a job, and then they send you another email saying we printed the job, or they'll send you an email saying we couldn't print the job because the printer is out of paper. So let me get this straight. So you you connect the uh, the printer to an email, yeah, and then you, you're able to print outside of the home. Yeah. So you can yeah. be in Spain and you forward it. It's like forwarding an email to you. You forward it to your printer, and it prints it. Yeah, it prints from a server in Toronto, and it sends you an email. Letting Just you don't know. share that email address so you get 20 <laughs> spam Yeah, exactly. Every day. Keep that one private. But that I've got some people that do that that go on the road. Okay. And so when yeah. they're with clients, they need to know that there's a summary there waiting. That's so fun. instead of emailing it to somebody and say, can you please print this for me? They just email it right to the printer. And you get an email back saying, yes, 14 pages printed or That's great. whatever. So, again, they're on sale at London Drug Stores while they last. That is not an online. That's an in-store thing at local London Drug Stores. Managers and that's a better special. price than Costco. I was just at Costco, and they have these models there. And that's, that's actually a better price than Costco, so that's great. Yeah, Ricky said they had enough stock that they thought they would try and help people out because they know that this is where it gets crazy. Beautiful. Um, The other one, if you know somebody who is a gamer that you're shopping for them, now gamers are, to be fair, really picky about the stuff they use, (laughs) but nevertheless, the Logitech Lightspeed brand, that's their gaming line of mice, so these are mechanical keys, much faster response, etc. They're on sale for anywhere from $25 off to $40 off. They have four different models, G203, G305, and G403 Hero. And they're on sale while they last at London Drug Stores and online. So if you don't want to fight the crowds to get to the stores on the traffic, you could order those online for in-store pickup and then go in in the next couple of days when it's quiet because you will know that they have some in stock. There you go. So there's a couple for you. Uh, the other one, I had to buy a webcam for somebody. The Logitech C15 Full HD webcam is on sale for $40, $30 off at London Drug Stores and online. And the only reason that I'm mentioning these at London Drugs, uh, I do like them. I'm a big fan of theirs. But it's just I didn't get a chance to get anywhere else this week to do shopping 
for people to help them out. So that one. And the other one, and I didn't really have an answer for this, uh, Brian, but you're going to be a parent. This will be, in Francis, you being a parent now already. Yeah. A lady wanted to get a smart speaker for her grandson. Okay. With the blessing of the parents, but they were kind of concerned about, not so much about the privacy. Mm. He's a very precocious little boy, yeah. and he asks lots of unusual questions. Oh, perfect. So I initially said, oh, you're going to have to use privacy settings. And then I said, wait, let me look. I remember seeing something in the store. And so I went back, and at the London drugstore in Tillicum, they have a special kid-friendly version of the Amazon Echo Dot. Brian's got it up on the screen. It has a nice um, dark green, yellow, like, orange owl motif. Oh, that's so it looks fun. like yeah. an owl. Yeah. Pretty cute. Which is cute. But more importantly, it comes with parental controls and a one-year subscription to Amazon Kids Plus. And most importantly, it helps filter explicit content. It realizes mm -hmm. that the voice that's talking to it is a child. And so if he goes and asks it something explicit, mm -hmm. it will say, that's a really good question. You need to ask someone who loves you. Nice. Rather wow. than giving you the definition for that sex act or something uh, else. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, really nice. good. And the answers will also be simpler. So yes. if you ask it just a statistical question or something like that, because it senses a child's voice, mm -hmm. it will give a simpler answer. But you could ask it as an adult and it will respond to you as an adult? Yeah, and that's okay. what they actually encourage you to do. And you can also, as a parent, you can look at the Alexa app on your phone and see the questions and commands that are being given. Okay. And if you see something, yeah. we should talk about this. Let's go. Bobby, mm. come on in the room. Let's talk. And then yes, you can sit yeah. there and ask them the questions and give them the different answers and they can ask you more questions. So that's really interesting because about a couple of years ago, we had an Alexa and we had it set up and, we, and it was really fun. The kids loved it. And they actually, I find that kids can use Alexa way more than Siri because Alexa is easier to say than Siri. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, so, but what we found is, yeah, we, there's a couple instances where it wasn't really, really bad. But there was, you know, there were some questions asked, or, or it, even like it heard our, our Edwin wrong. Alexa heard Edwin wrong, mm -hmm. and gave an answer for something that was just like, you know, some some of it like it was just crude, or it was just like, oh, yeah. that's I don't want my kids hearing that, and exactly. so we, we threw it out. Yeah, um, so I'd I'd be interested to try this yeah. to see see how well that goes. So um, the the fifth generation smart speaker for everybody is forty five dollars twenty five dollars off while they last. The child version is forty nine dollars thirty dollars off. So four dollars more, and you get this child friendly version. It also has layers of privacy control to ensure your kid's personal info is not shared with unauthorized users. Yeah. Layers of I wait. Tell me those are just enabled by default. It's not like, oh, they're there, but you have to turn them on. When you set it up, you have to choose. Okay. Yeah, so you do have to consciously choose on or off. Okay, so listen carefully while you're you're going through that. Yeah, they're little switches that you that you turn on. Yeah, oh, okay, because you, you, you do it on the app. You do use your app with it. Yeah, yep. so there you go. So again, I hope that one would help you. Okay, quick break, and uh, Don and Val, when we come back. As we continue on Tech Talk here, we were mentioning earlier, guys, that uh, there is an important update for Mac users who were on Ventura. Yes. And I had mentioned that when I put these notes together, there was not a matching update for older versions. I'm happy to report Bruce has pointed out that macOS Monterey 12.6.2 has now been released. And it includes many of, not all, but many of the same security fixes that are in the Ventura version. Good, good. So if you have an older Mac and don't want to go through the change to Ventura right now, 
it's fine and stable, but as Francis pointed out, does have substantial layout changes, mm-hmm. then you can just do the update to your Ventura system. Again, Apple logo in the corner, about this Mac, check for updates. And it will give you both the security update and it will give you the option to go to Ventura. Now, do you have to click on, there should be an option to like click right under the Ventura update. There should be like other updates or yes. something. Yeah, okay, yes. mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah, that's it. So, Bruce, thank you very much for telling us that there. Uh, okay, back to the phone lines and Val. Hi, Val. Hello. Merry Christmas. How are you? And Merry Christmas to you, too. Thank you. I am a really low-tech person. I use mostly emails. I do some other stuff, but not too much. And I was interested to see an article hidden away in the Times Colonist business section about Neva. Yes, this is a new browser, a Canadian-made browser. I saw the article. Uh, Tara from Canadian Press uh, did it. It's a privacy-centric browser invented by a crew in Toronto, and I believe that there's somebody here in Victoria that has a connection to it. It's spelled N-E-E-V-A. Yeah, I saw that, and I I went on, and I'm searching with it from time to time because they give you a a free search if you want to look. Yeah, what do you think? Well... Of course, it appeals to me because it doesn't. It's not full of hype and ads and flashing things. Yeah. Okay. And it's clear, a very, very crystal clear. I looked up some stuff, and the I can't really judge these things, but I have a tech friend who also looked at it, and um, it, we looked up, for instance, a, a, a restaurant's a steakhouse, mm-hmm. and, and to see what it would say for the best steakhouse. And normally, if you use the other browsers, you're you get all these ads. You know, you, you think it's a real article, but yeah. it's an ad, and that really didn't happen. There was only like we could identify maybe one that was not quite kosher but okay dozens that were absolutely fine and i i love the idea i i always have the feeling that someone's looking over my shoulder when i'm using the other browsers they are and, and <laughs> yeah. i know yeah, they are and so well, for one in particular Chrome, yeah for yes. 65 bucks i mean i'm i i'd be willing to pay to have somebody who's got a conscience and and who's trying to help us yeah it's 65 dollars a year you're on the free trial there and that includes the ad blocker um, let us play with it over the holidays. I mean, feel free. Obviously, you're using it, but I'll try it out. I'm hesitant to recommend it until I do some more of what you did, where you search it. If you want an ad blocker without paying for it, particularly if you're using the Microsoft Edge browser, it's available for Chrome and Firefox as well. You can install the browser guard from Malwarebytes Premium. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a premium subscriber, although please do from a safety sure. point of view, but that will block the ads uh, as well, and then you don't have to pay for that. That's free. My my hesitation with um, using these engines is in the process of filtering stuff out, they tend to take out a lot of the things we want. So I have a list of searches that I will try on it. Mm-hmm. Well, I tried, I tried some political searches to see if it was weighted one way or another, yes. or if uh, it was all one thing or type of uh, of. of of attitude, and it seemed to be relatively balanced and relatively deep in its search. The big thing that we tend to use it for is for finding airfares or buying online or at least researching products we're going to buy online, and that's normally where these 
uh, lesser-known search engines fall down because they don't have enough people using them to give you results biased in favor of what other people are finding. Mm -hmm. So they tend to be... And you have to filter through a lot of stuff. For example, you were mentioning restaurants, Val. Um, Try this one. If you've got the Edge browser... Uh, on Microsoft Edge browser. It's wonderful. Type in a city like Seattle restaurants and you see what looks like ads. Brian's typing it right now. And you see, um, now he's on Google on the one he's got there and it shows you three, but those are ads. If you open up your Edge browser and try the same thing on Bing, it will give you a strip across the top where it shows you what other people have then clicked on. In order of that. Yeah, see all the nice pictures across the top there? Mm -hmm. And if you mouse over one, it will actually show you on the map where it is before you even click on it. Oh, yes. And if you then click on one, Pike Place Chowder, you got to go to that one. That's the best one, Seattle. (laughs) I could bring back the dead. Then it assembles everything it knows below the strip. It shows you, it gives you the address, the phone number, the zip code, the menu, the website, directions, whether it's gluten-free, and even pictures of the food there. And that's all assembled by the search engine. It's not advertisers. Advertisers cannot buy their way into that. So that's the, that's my kind of go-to one because the Google one is biased very much in favor of their advertisers. Right. I just tried actually jumped over to Neva and punched it in. Yes. Same search. Uh, I'm not getting exactly the same things, but they do have a bit of a you know this an integrated Apple Maps yeah. breakdown and then uh, a list of restaurants. But and when the, you click on one of those restaurants on the list, what do you get? Sure, like the pink door here. Yes, there we go. Um, jumps me into. So it's using Yelp. You'll see that it's pulled everything together from Yelp. So I would rather have it pulled together from multiple sources than just from Yelp because the restaurant might be closed. Right. And Yelp may not have picked that up yet. So we go there and go, oh. Right. Some aggregated results from the mass amount of data that search engines collect can can be more helpful. But we really need more search engines like Neva. So I apologize for not putting into the show notes. I just, when we put things in there, Francis, people think we're endorsing it. And I want to try it first and see if I can find any holes in it. That's always a good, you know, and especially if if you can see any, you know, alternative motives with this new browser or, or a search engine, you know, it's always good to... Yeah, exactly. Test it. The big one is that if you want the ad blocker, Val, that you're trying, that you do have to pay for. And when there's one you don't have to pay for that is awesome, the Malwarebytes browser guard that we've talked about, Brian, in the past, then that would be my inclination. Although this crew is Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the thing about Malwarebytes, too, is that, you know, it's well-known. We've known them forever. And they do good stuff. And so I feel like I can trust them with you know, being able to see what I'm searching. Yes, and um, the browser guard is not something you pay for. Whether you do or do not pay for Malwarebytes, it's available on the extensions. Uh, and I'll just add before we go to the yep. break here, um, we, you mentioned like Chrome, Edge, Firefox, also Safari. You just, if you go, you're on your Mac, you go into the, the like designated app store, yes. you can grab the extension there and turn it on. Browser guard for Safari is available? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. awesome. Well, thank you. See, mm-hmm. that's why we do this show. It's a team. All right, quick break and the team will continue. It's 
the Hanukkah, last show before Christmas edition of Tech Talk with Alan and Francis and Brian. And we try something new. This is really fun. This is, You're either going to love this or hate this, so forgive <laughs> me if you're going to hate it. But if you like singing along, uh, God did not intend me, me to sing, so I won't. But <laughs> Apple's added a sure-to-be-popular new feature to iPhones, iPads, and Apple TVs with iOS 16.2. It's called Apple Music Sing. It adds a slider to the on-screen lyrics so you can reduce or eliminate the vocals on a song so you can sing along. I've brought up, well, you'll know this. Okay, Mamma Mia by ABBA. I'm just holding my phone up to the screen. It now also highlights the lyrics syllable by syllable and auto-scrolls them so you just look at the screen. Okay, but now I'm going to tap that and I'm going to fade out the vocal. So I'll keep it playing. Okay, I'm going to bring it right down. See? No vocal. So you can, you can awesome. sing along. I don't know how, but I suddenly lose control. There's a fire within my soul. Just one look, and I can hear a bell ring. See, That's... now I know why they did not mend it. And you can fade it in, so if you want a little bit of vocal to guide you. Isn't that cool? And it doesn't do it quite justice going phone through No, I'm mic. just holding the phone but, up to the uh, microphone, literally, but that is... Because that's fun. Yeah. That's so much fun. Yeah, Apple so TV, Christmas time. Boney M, my family's going to be singing along. I want to do this. Okay, I got Boney M here on mine, so... Okay, now, Boney M. Okay, and I'll yeah. hit it. Bring it down. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah and the quality. So that is all being done by AI, artificial intelligence. So that's done. Is it done real, like real time? Yeah, or? real time. Is You're fading it out, and it, the the processing wow. is. Wow. But you think? Oh yeah, I guess because you can set levels. But you think it would once it's done, use the processing power to figure out what the track sounds like without the vocal. It could just keep a version of that rather than having nope. to do it in real does time. Does it every again? Time. Does it in real time? Because you can switch to the song and the selection, wow. the diversity of music that's already programmed for this. Mm -hmm. Apple has had to not only turn on the AI engine for this, but they've also had to program the auto school of the lyrics, which yeah. previously went line by line. Now it goes syllable by syllable. So when a, one is held for a half a second, it won't jump to the next syllable. That's syllable. incredible. It'll, it'll do that. So it's done, okay, is it done locally on device or through Apple servers? No, locally on device. Wow, the power of the iPhone. That's the big deal. So again, Amazing. this is available on iOS, iPadOS, tvOS 16.2. So one more reason, aside from the big security updates and bug fixes, this is a... Because think of all the karaoke industry. Because you got a version of the song that was close to, they tried to imitate the, right. the music, yep. and now it's the original track. And I'm, well, I was singing in the highway the last couple of days, trying it out on different songs, thinking, oh, they won't have that. Oh, they do. You know, Beach Boys, old stuff, new stuff, Ed well, Sheeran. Yeah, I have some friends that Adele. love to do karaoke, but so they keep a huge, massive library. We were having to move it all around because it's video, all these videos yeah. with the text scrolling and the song. But yeah. you don't need that. You just need the song now, and your iPhone will display yeah. the lyrics and filter out the music for and you. And when you go to karaoke night at the pub, they can now fire it up on the big screen if they've got an Apple TV, an Apple TV. and you just pick the song. Yeah. And then they can ask you, how much vocal do you want to back you up? Wow. So wow. there you go. Apple Music Sing on Apple iPhone, iPad, and Apple TV. And it's free if you have your Apple Music. There you go. Quick break for the news. Back with part two. Stay with us. 
Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. It's the second half of our Hanukkah Lights of Wonder World Cup finale, last show before Christmas edition of Tech Talk. Thanks for being with us, whether you're live with us on Saturday, December 18th, or Sunday afternoon, we're back with the rebroadcast because the Seahawks don't play till next weekend, and Brian will make a podcast for you if you missed. We had some fun in the first half of the show, particularly if you like karaoke. Feel free to grab the podcast if you're just tuning in now. We, this weekend, is myself, Alan Perry, and... Francis Baklinski from Priority One Computer Service. Thanks for coming down from over the Malahat. My pleasure. It's snowing up there. <laughs> oh, that's not supposed to happen till Sunday. Yeah, I'll Sunday through Wednesday. <laughs> anyway, we'll get uh, Priority One, by the way, we mentioned, and they're in the show notes, uh, some really great um, pre-Christmas uh, specials there for you. They are back open on Monday, but what we forgot to mention is don't go heading down to University Heights because you'll find a construction zone. They are now in, you are now in a new home, 3960 Quadra. Yeah, it's a it's a lovely little space. It's uh, newly renovated, and uh, yeah, so we're in this uh, tall office building, thirty nine sixty, um, right across from White Spot. Yeah, right across from White Spot, and uh, it's great. Lots of parking, easy to bring your computer in or grab a computer. Not a when problem. When you look at the storefronts in that mall with the building above it, you won't see Priority One because they're not in the storefront. <clears throat> Excuse me, you have to go in the doors. Correct. So we're we're main floor, uh, but you just go yep. directly in the middle of the building, r- uh, right through the main doors, and then take a right, and we're right there. Usually our door is swung open. Yep. There we go. And also to help you out with Christmas shopping this weekend, Gary and Jesse at Tesseract Computers have opened up. They don't normally open on Saturday. They've opened up to uh, 10 till 2 today, Saturday, if you're listening on Sunday. Sorry, that was yesterday. But to help you out financially, all in-stock Lenovo laptops, 25% off today only. If you want a desktop or something else, uh, any other in-store stock, keyboards, video cameras, whatsoever, 15% off those as well. And they will be closed for the holidays from December 24th through January 2nd. The other thing uh, Gary was doing that was cool was the free, not free, <laughs> the really, the well-discounted um, laptop or, or desk, sorry, desktop primarily checkup. It was usually 120 and I think they're doing it for 70. Yes. Uh, and they can, you know, go through and check all your hardware and, and make sure the computer's running okay and advise you if you need to get any new parts. Yep. So there's a couple, there's a couple options for you at Priority One, Francis and Peter and gang have got some small form factor Windows 10 desktop computers. These are about the size I try to describe it, about the size of two small pizzas stacked on top of each other, pizza boxes. Yeah, yeah, something mm-hmm. something like yeah. that. Yeah, so yeah. space is a priority, especially if you're downsizing. You still want a desktop computer. You don't want to go to a laptop, but space, you want a big screen, then these are ideal. And they're 400 bucks, $200. Yeah, well, what we love about these is that they're they're well-built. We get them actually from uh, government auction sites, so they're they're, they're yeah. not really hardly used. And uh, I mean, they, they work really well. And, and they're, they're business grade, so they yes. are made with metal, not plastic. <laughs> they're built is, like tanks. Yeah. Is that all-in-one, or are those just the bodies? Just the little about? bodies, so you, yeah. still, so you can have your big screen and your mouse and your keyboard. This and is it, perfect for media stations. Instead of a DVD player or whatever, just tuck one of these in your, your unit and uh, have a PC running, your, you know, your big screen running off a PC. Yes. Shannon says, good morning. Can you please screenshot which browser guard, Francis, you are referring to for Safari? Oh, yeah. So, so Malwarebytes. Um, that would be, that'd be Malwarebytes. Yeah. Now, this is on a Mac. This is not on an iPhone or an iPad. This is Safari browser on a Mac. Correct. Yes, ex- exactly. So this would be just for Mac, not, not for iPad or, um, or your iPhone. Yeah. So um, to get it, you go to the Mac App Store. 
honestly, what I do, and I've set this up now several dozens of times now for my clients, um, is basically you just uh, go to Safari, uh, Google Mauerbytes ad, uh, ad block. That's what I do. Okay. And then you go right to Mauer's website, Mauerbytes website, and then you can click on uh, download, for, uh, download for Apple. Or then, okay. And they'll have an app store link, and they'll link it right to the app store. Okay, we'll put right. a, we'll put a link in for you just yeah. to make sure we send yeah. you. Yeah. Because that's the thing. If they know you don't have this, the bad guys, then they would like you to go to a wrong place to get it because then they get you. So we want to be careful. So. I, I will add that it works really well. Um, and because Malwarebytes is well-known, I, I feel like it's a, it's a really good company you can trust yes. with your browsing. Um, and, but they do need to have you set all the privacy settings so that they can do the job. So uh, just just a heads up as you're installing. Take your time. Do right. not be distracted by something else. Yeah, the thing would, I think if you're on Ventura, um, make sure that you're confident doing this because you have to go in and give it full disk the application full disk access. And I just I'm not even sure how to do that since they changed the yep. system preferences. Um, and then also once it's in Safari, click the little badge for the extension and you give it permission. Like or after you go to your first site, it'll say, "Oh, do you want to give Malwarebytes permission to view this site?" And just hit yes always so that it's actually able to yep. come between you between the site and you and do its job. If you would like Brian's contact info, because I'm not Mac savvy the way Francis and Brian are, if you want, Brian's contact info is in the show notes. So is Francis. Send them a text, and if you want them to remotely connect and do this for you in a couple minutes, then it's pretty yeah, quick. I'll be keeping you safe. Okay, one other thing I wanted to mention, uh, the bad guys. Oh, we also have Cheryl on the line to talk about Malwarebytes. Oh, well then, perfect timing. The so, hi, Cheryl. Merry Christmas. Hi, Merry Christmas. My my problem that I'm having right now is I do have a current uh, subscription for premium with Malwarebyte. Yes. And um, it's been active until just a couple of days ago, and it switched to basic. Okay. And I'm wondering if it's a kind of a system thing catching up with, with itself, because in September, uh, about the time my subscription renewed, I got a new Mac, and um, I'm just wondering if uh, that's all of a sudden it's caught up in not recognizing my new mm. Mac as a device. And trying to get in touch with Malwarebytes um, has been impossible. Yeah, they're very, because they're number one in the world, like zillions of people. So, so it's on the Mac that it's gone back to basic? Yeah, it's gone back to basic, but when I go into my, you know, my Malwarebyte site and so on, yep. of course, everything is showing active and my device shows active, but perhaps it's the old Mac that they yes. think, you know. Yes. So, so deactivate it on the old one on the Malwarebytes website. Okay. Copy the product key. You can right. highlight and copy the product key, Command C, and then Francis on her Mac go into the Malwarebytes app and activate license and paste that code? Right. Yes, yeah, that, that, that's that what work. I was wondering. Yeah. I just didn't want to deactivate in case I was going to create more of a problem. For no, myself. because you can it's good for three it's good for three devices, so you can deactivate and then you can what's the status of the old Mac? Is it still around? No, no, no. Okay, it's, yeah, so deactivate and in fact you can deactivate all of them and then just go into the actual Malwarebytes on the Mac. Go right. to activate, paste that product key in, right, and it'll pick up the subscription where you left off. Okay, great, thanks. I just uh, I needed that little tip of yes, it's okay to. Yeah. I really, <laughs> right. it's so great when people like you check instead of doing it and then going, uh oh, what did I do? And then calling. Exactly. <laughs> it's easier yeah. to not go down the hole than digging you out. Exactly. Well, thank you very much thanks. for your help. You're welcome. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye bye. 
Now, I wanted to mention, uh, we mentioned the other security fixes for iPhones and iPads and Macs and all that. Watch out for a very well-written email scam pretending to be from Shaw, urging you to update to an improved email platform. I put a screenshot of it into the show notes, item number five. And Francis, it's really, it looks really professional. Uh, it's time to upgrade based on your valuable feedback. We've improved, blah, 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 blah. We encourage you to update to our new version with the button below. Click here to update now. Yeah, I, I think what's the, like really hard about this is that everything looks perfect. The logo, the colors, the English. The layout, the, the everything's grammar. right. It even includes a table listing all the supposed improvements. Mm-hmm. It is a complete scam. This is driving Shaw crazy. Their security team is trying to track it down. The click here to update now button takes you to a website at chainextractions.com and then it very quickly bounces you to update-new-version-portal-cable-debt-ver-01.com and I can't find where that is. Because every time I check, it comes up with a different who is location. Oh, wow. And what it takes you to is a fake Shaw webmail login page, mm. which they are hoping you will type in your email address and password so they can steal your identity. So never click on links in emails like this is the first one. But you can also help Shaw track this down. Instead of just going, okay, now I know it's a scam, delete, forward it to report spam at shaw.ca. I put that address into the show notes because I've seen six versions of it now and it's coming from different email addresses, all at Shaw. So Shaw wants to find out who's doing this and how are they doing this. So just simply click the forward button, type it to report spam at shaw.ca and hit send. No message, don't change the subject. So just so we're clear here, with this spoofing attack, they are, you get this email, and when you hover over the sender's email address, it still says Some, at, at shaw.ca. Yeah, something, something at shaw.ca. So it's, it's in a legit email. Yeah, That's so, scary. So they're wow. getting into somebody's email account and using that account to send these out. Yeah. So We had a similar situation. I was talking about to you this earlier, mm. but we had uh, you know, a similar spoofing attack, right? The email looked very legit. Everything was right. It, and it was coming from the victim's it seemed like the victim's own email address, right? And you hover over the email address and it, and it still, right. still looks right. And it's only after you dive into the email's properties where you're able to see like the IP address that it yes. was sent from that you mm. see that this wonky, wonky email address. And you cannot from. see email properties on a mobile device, only on a Windows or Mac computer. Yes. So that's one of the challenges. That's why they're doing this. So remember, if you get an email telling you about something you're supposed to click on or a text... of the time, it's going to be a scam. My wife, Suzanne, just texted me um, saying that she um, has sent me an email that uh, I think it's a scam, but it looks different from the thing I've ever seen. It involves a charge on PayPal. So Mm -hmm. I've said, okay. Um, I said, never mind. It looks like your email rejected forwarding it. I guess I'll have to wait till later. And I said, okay. I'm guessing it's a scam. Virtually all are. We'll check later today. So remember, this time of year, we're especially busy and more stressed so they're going to try and throw you off your game. Something to note is that, so that was from Suzanne, your wife, right? Mm-hmm. So in that situation, Suzanne had a tech expert in her life who she could say, help me, I don't know what's going on here. Um, so just a reminder to everybody is like, find somebody in your life who, who is a tech expert to be able to send those emails to. 
right? Yeah. That might be your husband in this case. Uh, that might be, you know, your tech shop down the road, or it might be a your friend. grandson. Grandson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. someone who can dive into those email properties and say, oh, no, 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 this is definitely a scam. Yeah, but do remember that the vast majority of them, 99.999 something, are going to be scams. Exactly. So yeah. start from the point of view, this is a scam unless you can prove me otherwise. And if you see a $455 charge on your PayPal, that's what throws you off your game. They go, oh my God, have I been scammed? <laughs> and that's where common sense starts to go out the window. They've right. got you alarmed. So don't remember, scam. Deep breaths, eat yep. some Pentatone. <laughs> we're going to do that. We'd love to help you out uh, as a last show before Christmas because next weekend, Christmas Eve morning, we would normally love to be with you, but we will be preempted by the Seahawks. So we'll be back with you for one final show of the year on New Year's Eve morning. But if we can help you now while we're live on Saturday, you can text us at 107010, include your first name, somewhere in the text if you do. You can call us from a landline, 250-386-1161. Oops, old word, not landline. Home phone. Landlines don't exist anymore. If you're on a mobile phone, it's star 1070. And we've got a couple of questions about people wanting to get rid of their home phones and wanting to know about alarm systems and stuff, and we'll go into those as well. We also have something special. Uh, I stayed up way too late last night working on this. It's word of the year time, and this year's chosen words may surprise you. Homer, gaslighting, woman, and from Australia, teal and truth-telling, and my personal favorite, bachelor's handbag. If you're from Australia, you will know what a bachelor's handbag is. Any idea, Francis? Uh, no. Are you going to laugh? This is perfect Australian humor. Uh, it's all linked in the show notes at item 27. We'll go through those in just a moment. Our number two of our last show before Christmas edition of Tech Talk, and back to the phone lines. And Marie, Merry Christmas, Marie. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you, too. I've got my phone on speakerphone because it's a walk-around Panasonic, and I don't know how to raise the volume, so I sometimes can't hear people. But anyway, okay, let's do that one first. Hold on, let's do that one first because that's important for everybody. Once you tap the speakerphone button depending on whether it's an Android, Brian, or an iPhone, there should be volume buttons on the left edge of the phone, and that will turn up the volume while you're in a phone call. The yep. volume may be different when you're not on speakerphone from mm -hmm. when you are on speakerphone, because they don't want to deafen you. So right. the volume will be different. So when you put it on speaker, press the volumes up or down. If you have an iPhone or a, an iPad and you're on a call, pull down from the top right corner and the volume mm. slider will be there. Anyway, that's not why you called, but I thought that would be That's helpful. okay, um, but I'm on a landline with a mobile walk-around oh. phone. Oh, okay, so you should have, it should be a rocker switch. You should have a the single biggest button underneath the screen, and it's a four-way rocker switch, up, down, left, right. You want to press the upper button, and that will turn up the volume. Okay, I'll have to get someone to do that because I can't see the small printing. Just no, you don't need... This is one you do is. by feel. Can you feel that big button that's right underneath the screen? The biggest button on the phone? Okay, the round one. All right, Yeah, hold on. and you're going to press with the upper top, the upper portion of it. It rocks back and forth, up, down, left, right. You press the upper, and each time you press it, it goes beep, 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 and gets louder. And I'll keep talking. I did it. There you go. Sorry, I did it. Way to go, Marie. Anyway, what was the reason you were calling? 
The reason I'm calling is because I, um, well, I actually have a tenant, and sometimes I have the TV on in the middle of the night because I can't sleep. And I have decided, I actually originally went to buy new headphones for my son to London Drugs, and I have decided I would like to get something for myself. But in order to do that, I need to to buy a Bluetooth device. And they are so busy, and I didn't want to hold them up, so I didn't have time to really ask. But is there a Bluetooth device that I can buy that's fairly small? I I don't know what I'm looking for. My son... He has a has Bluetooth in his his um, his disco player or whatever, yeah. but I don't want something that big. Just okay, so what brand of what brand of TV do you have? Uh, I think it's a Sylvania. Okay, so oh, that Lord. would be a third party model. So that will not have Bluetooth in it, Francis. I can guarantee you, Sylvania. They're a budget model. They're a good budget model, but they're a budget model. So it will not have Bluetooth built in. Right. There will be a little tiny red light coming out of the back. That's a fiber optic audio out port. It should have that. Um, You could then buy a little gadget, a box about the size of um, half a deck of playing cards, and you would plug it in, and then you could get Bluetooth headphones. It, to be honest... It's a pain in the... <laughs> it's tricky. Um, what else could you do? The cheapest way... Um, how far... This is going to sound like a dumb question, Marie. How far away do you sit from the TV when you're watching TV? I probably sit about a uh, maximum of eight feet, but I usually try to go about six because of my eyesight. Right. Mm. Okay, so this is the KISS system that... Brian and I and Francis as well, we adopt. What I would do if you really want to do this would be um, to get a little um, audio out dongle that will plug into that Bluetooth, or sorry, it'll plug into that little fiber optic port, and it'll give you a little box about half the size of a deck of cards, and it will have a headphone jack in it. And then you can literally get not a wireless pair of headphones... Just get a regular pair of headphones that you like, so that won't cost you much money, and get a headphone extension cable, Francis, and just run it from where you sit and plug it into and plug it into the headphone jack. And the only reason we say this is because Bluetooth is not perfect, and even Apple struggles with it with their AirPods Pro second generation and their AirPods Max. Uh, basically, it's not reliable, and you'll, it's really frustrating when you're trying to watch a movie and it a, won't connect, or it will stop the connection fast, yes. fast through, or what's much more, much more common is there'll be a lag, and so someone will speak on the TV, and it won't sync It's properly. like the bad Japanese uh, right, dubbing. Right, right. Yeah. And, and as Francis is right, Marie, there's three things that would have to work. The headphones Bluetooth has to work, the dongle headphone has to work, and the Bluetooth um, audio, on the audio switching out on the TV. So every time you want to do that, you've got three things that all have to play nicely, and if one of them doesn't, you're going to throw the headphones across the screen. So by using what we're suggesting, a little dongle and a cable, then you eliminate all three of those problems. Now, something to note, too, is, I mean, I just did a quick search, and I saw on Amazon that you can buy a Bluetooth box that also has the auxiliary port you need for your headset. So you Mm -hmm. might be able to have the best of both worlds, have the option for Bluetooth if you're really wanting Bluetooth, but also have that wired option. Um, Yeah. 
you know, if it's if it's not being reliable. Yeah. And because I know your vision is not as great as you would like it to be, Marie. I know this is a challenge for you. So if you want, you have my contact info. Let me know. We can talk uh, between now and Christmas. And if you want, I can get one for you off Amazon, as Francis said, that has both options. And I can stop by and make that work. I would just clarify that we're saying this because Marie has an older non-smart TV with, you know, with a, like with my Samsung or many of these, the smart TVs, especially the new 22 and going forward, mm-hmm. you can even pair two pairs of headphones. Yes. Um, and so those and two ones, different absolutely. Volumes. So you can be at yeah. one level and Juno can be at another level. Right. So yes. just, just for people listening, understand that this is a specific yes. thing with if, if you're not going to, you know, upgrade your whole TV for this, then this is the solution. But otherwise, Bluetooth works really well with a lot of the modern TVs. And so if you are going to be Christmas TV shopping for yourself coming up to Boxing Week, and we will have Boxing Week show notes for you next week, even Mm -hmm. though we won't be on the air, and we will put some of those in there. If that's something that's important to you, make sure no matter how good the TV is, no matter how good the price is, does it have Bluetooth LE? Okay. Mm -hmm. For the vast majority of you, you don't care. You're not going to do that. But for those who do, it's really important. So make sure you ask before you plunk down your money, does mm-hmm. this have this Bluetooth LE? And in the case of what Brian was mentioning, if you have two of you that have different hearing levels, can it support two? Yeah. Just an important question to ask. That's one. There we go. Okay. When we come back, we've got word of the year time and also what started as a joke... A uh, fellow sent me a link. A man in Taiwan had a barcode tattooed onto his arm. So he could use it to buy gas and pay for purchases instead of having to pull out a card or a smartphone. That one is a bit of a... I mean, it does work until the tattoo wears off or until his skin grows. Um, But nevertheless, but a lady said, that's stupid. Can he really do that? And I said, well, yeah, there's a company in the U.S. that you can pay 250 bucks to, and they will put a payment microchip the size of a grain of rice under the skin on your wrist. Cool. Yeah, seriously, you can do that now. People use it in, they've been using it for years since 2019 in Norway to unlock the door to their house or their work. Oh my goodness. As well as pay when they go to the movie theater and the bar and everything else. We'll talk about that when we come back. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Along with Brian Pavlicich and coming down from the Cowichan Valley, Francis Beklinski from Priority One Computers. Priority One hasn't moved to the Cowichan Valley. You guys have. Not yet. Not yet. (laughs) You just get to work remotely up there with Mary and the kids. Exactly. And New Kid, in case you have not seen, to go to the bottom of the show notes, you will find pictures of Francis and Mary and the newest arrival, Jesse. A uh, couple traveling things I thought I should mention because these are things I've helped people with. And I know you don't like change, but a couple of these changes can really help you. First of all, item 12 in the show notes, if you're flying out of Vancouver International Airport to an airport in Canada or the USA, you can now skip the security lineup, seriously, by booking a screening using their free new YVR Express service. You can book a screening time up to three days in advance. It does not cost you anything. They are paying the company that does the clear expedited screening in the U.S. They're paying them for this to help you get through YVR. Now, you have to be flying out of YVR, not through YVR, but if that's where your flight's going to start because it's cheaper than Victoria... Then you just book a screening, and then you see the 90-minute wait for people trying to get through the screening, and you go, bye. And you go down <laughs> to the special screening lane for YVR Express, and you say, okay, said it'd be here at 1045, I'm here. And they do your screening, and off you go to your gate. Nothing feels better. <laughs> yeah. And it's free. The YVR is paying for it. Now, 
To avoid being bumped off a flight which has been oversold, please make sure you check in online as soon as possible once the check-in window opens 24 hours before your flight. A lot of people say, oh no, I'll just check in at the airport. Yeah, but now the flight to Toronto is overbooked and the seats you thought you had, even though they you had picked 24D and E, no. Oh, yeah, I guess they'll prioritize or you're making sure you're not one of the first people to potentially be bumped on an overbooked right. flight. Now they will give you compensation. So I was going to ask, so basically you, you've bought your ticket mm-hmm. and you're, you've, you know, just go to the airport because you bought your ticket, mm-hmm. you've given them money yeah. and you show up and... They say, no, sorry, those seats are gone. Here's a voucher. So what? For $400. This stopped before the pandemic, but then when the pandemic, they lost so much money that they quietly went back to overbooking. I have several clients now that have had this happen where, uh-uh, sorry, they give you a voucher. Sorry you're missing Christmas with your family, but we'll put you on another flight in three days. I guess what I don't understand is like if they've taken your money, the transaction's complete. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, no, that seat's mine. I paid for it. You took my money. But see, they are, their computer says that on this 300-seat airplane, we regularly have, I'm just making the number up, we regularly have 15 people that don't make it. Okay, so we're leaving with 15 seats empty. We can't afford that, so we'll sell 315 seats on that 300-seat plane because we know 15 of you on average aren't going to make it. Well, that was a good day, and... 14 people did. So we now right. have to bump somebody. Yep. I want a voucher and compensation yes. for missing my appointment. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, that's right. The, yeah, and they do. They give you like $400 cash. Okay. And, and, and a flight. Cash, good, not yeah, towards another cash, flight. That's and, they, the and they give you a coupon. It depends on the, what the bump is. But yeah. yeah, and they give you a coupon that's good for another flight at, at the time of your choice. Now, there's a part two to this. To avoid missing a connecting flight, make sure you get QR code boarding passes on your smartphone via the airline's app. People say, no, no, I checked in. I took your advice. I checked in 23 hours before our flight. I mm-hmm. printed out our boarding passes. We're going to Vancouver. We're going to Winnipeg and on to Toronto. Well, the problem is, while you're on your way to Vancouver, the flight in Winnipeg has now changed. And instead of departing from D12... It's now departing from B-13. Sure. Your boarding passes won't be valid because you have to go through different security. The boarding passes are only good for the D-gates, the ones you've got. So now you have to line up at the kiosk behind all the other people to get new boarding passes. And you're going to miss your connecting flight. If you get a QR code from the WestJet or Air Canada or Flare app... Mm -hmm. When you land in Vancouver to get your flight to Winnipeg, bing bong, it makes a sound that says new boarding pass, new gate. The other alternative is using your uh, Apple wallet. And you can, some of the airlines will have, yeah. you know, here's your QR, QR yeah. code, add it directly to your Apple wallet. Precisely. And then you'll even get notifications on your phone that, yes. hey, this has changed and we've updated the QR code. Yeah. But if you use the paper one, you will see the long lineup of people yeah. waiting and some of them aren't going to make it. When we flew to Florida, we saw that there were some empty seats, and we knew that those were people that were somewhere in the right, airport. Right. So please, I know the I know the urge for particularly if you're older is to have that little piece of paper in your hand, but uh, uh-uh, don't get it. I put that in the show notes. Item number item number ten, and finally, especially if you're flying, if you're going traveling, use your smartphone to take high quality pictures of the front and back of your passport and other photo ID. Huh. And travel with your passport, even within Canada. That way, if you lose your wallet or purse, you will still have a way of proving your identity at a bank or to get on a flight home. 
We've had two people now that have come to visit family and lost, one lost his wallet and was freaking out because he did not have a passport, period. And he knew the airline was not going to let him on the flight back home because he had no way to prove he was him. Wow, wow, wow. So what I do, and I don't know if this is the best advice, so take it with a grain of salt. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I actually took a picture of all our passports and uh, you know medical information uh, inside of Apple's notes and then I encrypted the note yes that's that's perfect that's exactly what to do okay yeah, yeah and that way that. that way you always have it with you yeah it's encrypted so say you get hacked or whatever it's encrypted it's an encrypted on device yes so you know it's it's pretty safe as far as things go and um, and that way you always yeah you always have it with you yeah now old school would be to make a photocopy of that ID and carry it with you. Mm. Yeah, but if that gets stolen, you just opened yourselves up to make it really easy for identity theft. So we want it on the phone, and which it, is locked. So if your yes. phone gets stolen, and in, and in Francis's case, even if they stole it out of his hand while it was unlocked, when they go to the notes to try and find the ID... Uh-uh. that's encrypted and double-locked with his face. I think for me, what I was really worried about is less about being physically stolen, because Apple's biometrics is awesome, right? You know, yes. it's really hard to hack your yeah. iPhone, but it's more about the cloud, right? So if your Mac gets hacked and you have all your iCloud synced to your Mac, and then, yeah. they, you know, now they have access to everything. So that's why your data needs to be, sensitive yes. data needs to be yeah. encrypted always. So, I, and I know the message here is, and, and this is why I put it in here, because not only did I have two clients with this that we had to help them through this, thank goodness one of them, uh, whoever took the wallet out of the cab where he left it, um, threw it uh, in the garbage can near a bus stop, and somebody found it and turned it into the police. So the money was gone, not a lot, but he at least got his ID back so he could fly home. But I have a number of people say, oh, no, I don't take my passport. I'm just going, I'm just going back east or wherever. I don't need Mm. my passport. No, you don't unless you lose your wallet or your purse Mm. because normally you would keep your passport separate. So if, God forbid, your wallet or your purse does go missing, whether it's lost or just misplaced or one lady was at the neighbor's place but they'd gone on their trip, so it's locked in the neighbor's house. And she ended up having to get permission from the the neighbor Mm. who was now in England to get the neighbor to break the window. Wow. She couldn't fly because she didn't have any other piece of ID. So, so yeah, take your passport, keep it secure, separate from your wallet or purse. So, if something happens, you're covered, then it's one part of stress you don't need. Okay, quick break, when we're back with more. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Francis and Brian, quarter to the hours. Our pre-Christmas show continues. A whole bunch of texts and emails here, guys, about people that are going traveling. First of all, some great feedback from Bob, uh, who went with his um, wife on a 33-day trip to Australia and New Zealand, including some cruising. We're envious. 28-day <laughs> cruise with Holland America between New Zealand and Australia. Finally returned home from Sydney through San Francisco and Vancouver on United. He followed our advice and used the AirAlo app for getting yeah. eSIMs, A-I-R-A-L-O, because we'd asked people for feedback. Right. We said everything we've read, this should work awesome. Mm-hmm. He ended up paying $27.50 U.S., okay. including, and that included some extra data as well, and it worked wonderfully. Him. It automatically connected when they got into, 
into port there yep. and do this. And he went through some some great details. This is so useful. The detail you sent, Bob, I'm going to share this with other people that are doing the same thing. But he said, yes, that worked really well. So that ties into uh, an email, a text from Peter. Going to Mexico in February for two weeks. I'm with TELUS. I have an iPhone 13 Pro. Does it make sense to use roaming or get a SIM down there? I wouldn't suggest either. If you roam, that's going to be $15 a day times 14. Yeah, that's crazy. Ka-ching. If you get a SIM down there, then you're going to have to disconnect your Canadian number and go to a Mexican number, which will cost you like $15. You can use that same Aerolo app and for 15 days, two gigabytes of data is going to cost you $15 US, and then you will keep your Canadian number. It will add it as an eSIM. So you'll just turn off data roaming mm -hmm. on your Canadian number. So, oh, I thought that the eSIM was still a separate phone number. Yes, it is. Oh, okay, okay. But you want to turn off your Canadian number so you don't get charged roaming. Right. Right, but, you, so, but it'll be, someone can't call you at your regular yes, number. Yes, they will. They can't. You just won't answer it. Oh, sure. <laughs> but then you'll call them back on, on the your one. Mexican number. Would it, would it be worth disconnecting your physical SIM just in no. case? Mm, oh, yeah, and you can lose it. Oh, then you're going to lose it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then you're really, yeah so, really yeah, small. just physically turn it off. When yeah. you go into settings cellular, it says on or off, and it gives you two. And then you tell it which one do you be primary, and you go Mexico primary. Until mm. you land back in Vancouver or wherever. So, yeah, that sure. will do that. Um, person with phone number that ends in 5745 on a similar note. So, with traveling and getting an eSIM, can I still get a text to my Canadian number using Wi-Fi? If you... Oh, thank you for all your awesomeness. Great program. Merry Christmas. Thank you. So, yes, if it's an iPhone and if the text is coming in from somebody else who has an iPhone or an iPad because that would be iMessage. Correct. So that's using data, and on Wi-Fi, your data is unlimited. Yeah, so you just make sure you turn the data roaming off, and then when you're on Wi-Fi, yes. If, they, if you have an Android phone, no. If the people you're trying to communicate with have an Android phone, no. But if they have an iPhone or an iPad or a Mac, yep, you can text all you want using, using the eSIM. So that's the catch. So it's a small catch, but it is an important catch there. I wanted to do one homework video here. There's a whole raft in there including um, a playlist of 14 of the best Christmas ads from around the world assembled by our friend Charles Martin. Thanks, Chaz. That's in there, item number 46. But the one, former NASA engineer Mark Rober is back with Glitter Bomb 5.0. This guy is stealing my package from a car, and this guy took my package off a porch. But what they don't realize is this is the final glitter bomb. Glitter bomb 5.0. <laughs> and for the final year when you lift the lid, the glitter is delivered by drones. He went all out. Five years ago, when these two stole a $6 package from my porch, little did they know that singular act on an otherwise unremarkable lovely spring morning would set in motion a series of events that would unleash buckets of glitter in the homes of would-be porch pirates nationwide and eventually lead to the takedown of a $60 million international crime rate. So yeah, you gotta go watch the video. He went all out. Instead of little tiny containers of part spray, this one has a liter of part spray. <laughs> and, the, and it comes out even if you don't open the box. 
So oh, good. he went all out, and literally, they took down the crime ring in India. That's amazing. Yeah, so, and he's over-engineered this beyond belief. Literally, the glitter now flies out and covers the entire room via drones. Oh <laughs> the boxes. Like, anyway, and he also came up with a special version targeting car smash and grab thieves. Really fascinating. Uh, you're going to love that one in there. Also, the rescue of two people who use the emergency satellite SOS feature on their iPhone 14 to summon help after their car plunged 250 feet into a California canyon. It worked. Wow. Saved their lives. And the other one, which is going to make me feel really old, 54 years after the first Boeing 747 rolled out of the factory down in Everett, the last one rolled out this week. I remember seeing that first one. Yeah, we've been to the factory. It's amazing. So I put that in there. And if you remember a Muppet Christmas, if that's part of your Christmas, mm-hmm. there sure is, is a key scene missing. A very important scene is missing. An entire whole song is missing. Oh, thank goodness. They finally found it. Wait, are you, ta- well, are you talking about the love song? Yeah, right? they finally found it, and they've re-released it on Disney Plus with the full feature, and it'll now make sense. There's a great video explaining why they cut it, how they made it, uh, with Michael Caine, etc. It, it's all in the show notes. I thought they cut it on purpose. They did, but they, and then they realized they shouldn't have and went to put it back, but they couldn't find it. Okay, so I, I, I don't know if anyone's going to hate me for this, but I hated that song. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cheesy. And it, like as a kid watching it, I was just burying my face you know, in my lap. Like, I don't kid, want yes. to be seeing this. Well, okay, but watch the, watch the video <laughs> explaining how and why, and you'll see because it ties into the song at the end. Okay. Anyway, it's all there. I will. There we go. Okay. <laughs> Quick break. Back with our final segment. of Tech Talk before Christmas because we have a special 12 Days of Christmas coming up for you to end the show here. A couple things we did not get to. The Cambridge Dictionary Word of the Year, Homer, as in baseball Homer. Francis has got that blank look. Yeah, blank look. (laughs) Go go and check it, item 27, and find out why. Merriam-Webster chose gaslighting because that, unfortunately, was a big thing. If you don't know what that means, please go read, find out. Dictionary.com chose woman. Because they're American-based. Two things. First of all, the first U.S. Supreme Court justice, female, and also the Roe versus Wade overturning. That was the single biggest word searched down there. Macquarie's Dictionary in Australia. I had to put this in. Two words that won't make sense. Teal and truth-telling. Go and see it. They're very Australian, but my favorite was their People's Choice Word of the Year. Bachelor's handbag. (laughs) Do you know what that is? I did not. I did not know no. until, I mean, you, until you told me. What, what is it? It's a takeout barbecue chicken. Because it comes in a bag with a handle. It's a bachelor's handbag because guys don't want to cook. I love it. Okay. Anyway, I love it. <laughs> the, the reasoning behind that and many more is all in the, in the show notes uh, there. Uh, the other things I wanted to mention, if you um, have an Instagram account and you get hacked or find yourself locked out, Instagram has a new online hub to help you. Instagram.com slash hacked. That's 14 in the show notes. If you'd like to be able to generate an accurate and free transcript of a phone call or meeting, there's a hidden transcription tool in Microsoft Word Online. Not in the Word program, in the online version. I tried it last night. Pretty awesome. Mm. Item 15. And if your balance is not as good as you wish it was, or if you're worried you might fall, iPhone 8 models and later have a hidden walking steadiness tool that can alert you if you have become unsteady on your feet. That's a big deal. There we go. 
That's it. There's so much other stuff we didn't get to in there, but it's all in the show notes. Francis, thanks for coming down. It's been my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me again. It's uh, it's great to be on the air again. Yeah, and you and Mary and the kids, and now that you have four, uh, congratulations yeah, four. Yes, on it's, that. It's a loud house. <laughs> Brian, please tell Juna not to have the baby till January. Yes, certainly. <laughs> we'll see you on New Year's Eve morning. Yes, I'll see you then. Looking forward there to it. There we go. We're going to leave you with something special from Straight No Chaser, a special version of the 12 Days of Christmas. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a partridge in a pear tree. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two turtle doves and a partridge in a pear tree. On the fourth day of Christmas, the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me five golden rings. Four calling three French hens, turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to Christmas, my true love gave to me. Eight ladies dancing, seven ladies dancing, six ladies dancing, five. Better not shout, you better not cry, you better not. In a pear tree on the ninth, on the eighth, on the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Here we come, a one-celling, one-celling, five golden rings. Four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves. Here we come, a boar's head, in hand there I be decked with base and partridge in a pear tree. On the eleventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me eleven pipers piping, ten loads of leaping, nine ladies dancing, eight maids and milking, seven swans are swimming, six geese a laying, five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my I true have love a little dreidel. I made it out of clay, and hey, when it's dry whoa, and ready, whoa, whoa, a dreidel I shall play. Hey, oh, hey, dreidel! Twelve days of Christmas. What? Yeah, Christmas. Eight, eight days of Hanukkah. Oh, it's a Christmas medley. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. On the twelfth day, my true love gave to me. Twelve drummers drumming like Olympus above the Serengeti. Eleven pipers piping, ten lords a-leaping. Two ladies dancing, they were dancing for me. Eight maids a-milking, they were milking just for me. I had Christmas down in Africa. From all us behind these microphones, thanks for joining us. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and so it goes. Partridge in a big pear tree. Partridge in a big pear tree.